Frequency Cast Update. Hi, this is Carl. And this is Pete. Each month we bring you the Frequency Cast podcast, our tantalising take on technology. The mini show you're listening to now is designed to keep you updated while we're busy working on the next show. You've got some news for us, haven't you? I have indeed. Hold on to your hats. Here we go. Nexus CES Las Vegas Google Phone HTC, not multi-touch, but SIM unlocked. I did understand that correctly, didn't I? I can just repeat that. You want me to repeat it? Okay, Nexus CES Las Vegas Google Phone HTC, it's not multi-touch. Yeah, leave it there. What what was that about? Uh, Well, we're a tech podcast. We have, by law, to talk about uh, any new release of any Google Phone. Sorry, is there a new Google Phone? Yeah, there's a new Google phone. Sorry, I'm going to have to stop you there. You're really milking it. Okay, what else have we got for us? Tiskily. Remember Tiskily? TV, broadband, email? Oh, yes. Very familiar indeed. Well, not anymore. They've gone. They used to be good. So, yes, they were acquired last year by the Carphone Warehouse. I remember that. And now, Tiskily is no more. It's all talk talk. Well, of course it is. Jabber jabber. On the 7th of Jan, Tiskily vanished... Suddenly everything's redirecting to TalkTalk, Talk, and you can get a phone, broadband and TV under the TalkTalk Talk brand. Right, anything more about that, or is that we're going to leave it for now? Well, there is one interesting little snippet. They sent out letters to all of their subscribers saying, you're going to pay the same price and be on the same deal. If you actually look closely, anyone that was just with Tiskily for their broadband, they were paying fourteen ninety nine a month. You now, if you're with TalkTalk, Talk, have to pay fourteen ninety nine a month, but you also have to have TalkTalk's phone service, which is fiver a month. So effectively, some people that were on fourteen ninety nine are now up at nineteen ninety nine a month. That's a little bit of a cheeky increase, isn't it? We certainly think so. And so do a couple of other internet providers, notably Plusnet, who are one of the less known um, broadband providers, but they are a very good company. Um, they are actually encouraging people to switch away from Tiskily, and for the remainder of January 2010, they're going to be offering three months of free broadband. That's only to people that are currently with Tiskily, or TalkTalk as it is now, to switch over to Plusnet. And they're generally a lot cheaper, uh, and if you want to do it, you have to use a special magic code, which we shall reveal to you now, Tiskily Save. We'll get you three months of free broadband. Uh, if Plusnet doesn't do it for you, there's B Broadband. They start from £7.50 a month. Well, thank you very much for that. You have some HD news now, yes? Is that right? Freeview HD, maybe? Uh, no. We're actually going to talk about Orange HD. I like Orange. You do like Orange, eh? So Orange are getting into the HD market. What do you What do you reckon to that, then? What are they going to be doing? Um, they're not happy with phones. They want televisions. Hmm, it's a little bit of a cheek, actually. They've launched something called Orange HD, which is basically a headline grabber. What they're actually introducing is high-definition voice. Oh, so nothing to do with visual at all. Cheeky monkeys. Exactly. I think they're just thinking maybe if you glue HD on the end of it, it'll suddenly be a, a media buzzword and people will leap onto it. So apparently what they're doing is they're trialling this HD voice service at the start of this year, uh, rolling it out nationwide by the end of 2010. Tell me more. Well, we've got a quote here from Tom Alexander, who's the CEO of Orange. He says, this is setting a new standard in voice innovation that will transform the mobile experience for customers in the UK. HD voice really does inject a new level of innovation into mobile phone calls, making it sound as if the callers are actually in the same room. Once people have tried it, they won't want to go back. And a lot of people on Orange, the caller is actually in the same room, aren't they? I'm not really not convinced about this, are you? Would you sign up to a... HD high quality phone are you really that unhappy with the voice quality of a mobile not really no I mean I wouldn't put a phone on a watch but you know uh, do you want some techie info yes 
So they're doing this HD voice using something called a WBAMR, which is a wideband adaptive multi-rate speech codec. This apparently provides audio quality in the band of 50 hertz to 7K, which is compared with the current narrow band 300 to 3400 hertz. Right, so we get better dynamics on the human voice. Great. Apparently you're going to need to buy a new handset which has got this special speech codec in. All oh, right, more money. Yeah, basically, yeah. All right, so uh, now a little something special on uh, Freeview HD, maybe? Uh, no. Uh, BBC HD. Go on then. So do you remember about two shows ago we talked about people complaining that uh, the BBC had made a change to their uh, video codecs in uh, August and people were complaining that the HD wasn't particularly high definition anymore? I do, yes, I remember this. Yeah, well, there's been an independent survey conducted by a consumer magazine which we're not allowed to mention. Which we're not allowed to mention, you say? No, no, which we're not allowed to mention. So a leading consumer magazine has done a survey. They'll have a cat as their loyal mascot. So they've done some independent... Where's a pointy hat? Thank you. So they've done some independent blind testing, and apparently, I don't quite understand blind testing when you're looking at TV sets, but anyway, so they've done this testing and identified that effectively there's no difference from the old HD format to the new HD format, and nobody out there can actually spot the difference between the two, despite the fact that thousands of people have complained. But anyway... If you are one of these people that believes that your HD has been degraded as a result of this 40% reduction in the um, encoding, uh, there's now a petition up on the government website. You can ask Mr Gordon Brown to petition the Beeb to uh, restore HD to its former glory. Fantastic. I'll just get on to that. Uh, Meanwhile, do some Freeview HD, because I like that. Uh, We haven't quite finished yet. We had a message from uh, Peter Sturgeon. Oh, Pete, how you doing? From uh, UCA Radio in Ayrshire, one of the stations that uh, relays frequency cast to its, its l- lovely loyal audience out there. Uh, and he says, um, the sound of BBC DAB Radio 1, 2 and 4 is also being massacred as a result of the uh, changes to the codec. In my opinion, inferior to the simulcast of good old FM. Uh, and also points us to this uh, petition, which is on the number 10 website. Thank you for that, Peter. Excellent. Yes, so everyone, go and sign the petition. Now. We will stick a link on the FrequencyCast website, frequencycast.co.uk forward slash news. Right, time for HD Freeview. No, Freeview HD. No, it's actually time for a cup of coffee. Oh, super tea, please. Yeah, you're a tea man, aren't you? You're not a coffee drinker. No, I'm hot chocolate, actually. Uh, oh, yeah, so true enough. Okay, so I'm a coffee fan. And I was in Waitrose, <laughs> and some chap grabbed me and said, buy this coffee machine. So you did, didn't you? Being <laughs> so the- I did, yeah. <laughs> So I have a new coffee machine, and um, my favourite type of coffee, I love Italian coffee. None of this, you know, other Italian coffee is where it's at. And there's two brands. Who does Italian? You're so Vinny. Thanks. Who does Italian coffee? Italians. Companies? Uh, Cornetto. Yeah. Wolves. Illy and Lavazza are the two big Italian coffee companies. Why would I care? <laughs> yeah, I know you don't care. I do. And this is my three minutes of the podcast, so I'm going to talk about coffee machine. And what I've actually done is I have here, in this, on this memory stick, see that little, little memory stick there? I have a recording of me making the perfect cappuccino. Do you want to hear it? Do I have to? So first of all, I have my cup and my box of Lavazza coffee. Lavazza is a lovely Italian coffee. So let's get started. The first thing I need is some coffee, and I have a box of Lavazza Amodo Mio Espresso coffee. There's about six or seven different varieties. The one I'm going for is a medium delicium monte coffee, which apparently is medium body, medium flavour and medium aroma. So we take the little cartridge. It's about the size of just a little bit bigger than a 50p. Slot it into the slot of the machine. Shut the lid. 
and then pull down this massive handle which pierces the cartridge. Now, cup goes under the little nozzle and we press the uh, button for coffee. Okay, so we have a slow stream of very dark looking Italian coffee coming out now. So there we go. That's the coffee part of it done. Now onto the nice frothy milk. So the first thing we're going to do is you have to hold down the steam button. And this does take about 20 seconds or so, so I may pause the recording while the steam builds up. Steam's almost ready. So what I'm now going to do is just pour a little bit of milk into this jug. Okay, there's my milk ready to go. Now I have to just turn this little dial to get rid of the excess water and start the steam. Yeah, done that. Now, milk jug underneath the steam frother. Frothing away, just got to get the frother just on top of the milk there. Putting a bit of steamed heat in to get the milk nice and hot. And a little bit of frothy frothy. frothing done. So my nice little cup and saucer, let's pour some lovely hot frothy milk onto it. Look at that. What a work of art. There we go. Beauty. There is my lovely cappuccino. I just have to wipe my nozzle. Yes, I know. There we go. And now, turn the machine off and let's try this coffee. Mm. That's not bad coffee actually. Pretty impressed. Could be slightly hotter, I guess, but um, yeah, a very, very nice coffee. There you go. You enjoyed that, didn't you? And if you want to see a picture of me making the perfect coffee, frequencycast.co.uk forward slash lavazza, L-A-V-A-Z-Z-A. So you're a happy caffeinated bunny now, are you? Oh, yes, I am. Yes, it's a very, very nice machine. Uh, It does lovely lavazza coffee. Try not to sound like a commercial here, but it does do very, very nice coffee. It's the uh, Mia Modo. Links up on our show notes. And it is very good, apart from that little steam button that you have to hold down. Thank you very much. There we go. Um, We actually posted about this, and uh, Steve Wilton leapt in and said, "Um, can't stand the staff, give me tea any day. And I think Vinnie the Bearded Buffalo's with us on that one as well. So notion of tea drinkers apart from me with my wappuccinos. Right. Anyway, uh, Freeview HD. Let's do this first. Let's have a look at some of the feedback we got to the last show. Okay, excellent. It's always nice to hear some praise. Yeah, or complaints as we've got in this case. Yeah, some praise. Well, you remember the last show we talked about backups. Show 47 was all about backing up your data. Oh yeah, don't want to lose that important telephone number. Absolutely. So we talked about PCs and the fact that you need to back up your PCs. And and we also mentioned Macs, and they've got this lovely thing called the uh, Apple Time Machine that backs up your data. Oh, sweet apples. They're a lot better. Yeah, well, this is where the debate starts. So we uh, we had an email in from Martin Dutt, who said, Well done for mentioning the Mac in a positive light for a change. It's great to be using a stable machine that's not prone to the host of PC viruses out there and doesn't need a Windows update every few days. 
Doesn't sound like much of a complaint to me. Then we saw this one up on the forum. This is from Dave. He says, I hope that jibe about Mac and PC superiority was just a joke because I expect more from you guys. Windows has a built-in backup utility and also a shadow copy utility. Also, Macs crash and break just as much as any other computer. Apart from my epoch. <laughs> yes, your Cyan epoch machine is still going, is it? Yeah, hasn't crashed once. So, yeah, there you go. So, apologies, Dave. Yes, uh, you, you uh, have been offended by our references to Max. Uh, well, you're a PC man yourself, aren't you? Well, this is what I don't get. I think generally we're pretty positive about PCs. I am a PC man. Uh, I'm not a great lover of Macs. There's not, certainly nothing wrong with them. They're very good machines. But you do pay for the, the Apple branding. There's not much you can say to that, really, is there? But you have to admit that there aren't that many viruses out there for the Macs. They are all PC viruses. But then there's... You know, ten times as many PCs out there as there are Macs. So virus writers are obviously going to target uh, PCs. I wonder if it's different in America. Well, they'll speak with a different accent for a start. <laughs> you know why I said that, though, don't you? I'm just trying to work out. There's going to be some kind of joke about Americans and Macs. No, no, no. It's not a joke. By default, we're a PC country, but and that's not politically correct. That's the computers we use. But in America, they're uh, Mac users. That's just, that's just not true. It is. No, it's not. It is. What do you mean? No, no, no. The, worldwide, there is like 10 times more PCs out there in the world than Macs. No, no, no. Mac is an American device. PC is the British one. No. <laughs> Sorry, mate, but you're wrong on that one. Right, that does it. What? You watch any American sitcom, any American film. Like, take Coyote Ugly, right? What computers should you go out and buy? A Mac. Why? Because it's a creative machine and the Americans are more creative. <laughs> believe you just said that how dare you how very dare you it's product placement apple are paying to get their brand out by getting max there they look sexier as well they do look sexy on films you know it's the one to get you don't want some crusty old pc with you know so they go out and buy a new shiny mac but the world is using pcs no it's a mac world in america you worry me sometimes <laughs> right um anyway uh, talking about uh, being in trouble we also got in trouble about a tweet didn't we no what was that well, Apple, over the Christmas period, were doing something called the 12 Days of Christmas. Right. And what they were doing was giving away a free movie or video or music track, one a day for the 12 days between sort of Christmas and the start of New Year. Oh, yeah, I remember that. And they gave away a copy of Outnumbered, you know, the BBC sitcom, and uh, some Alan Partridge stuff and a couple of games and a Robbie Williams video and a couple of films. One of those films on day six was Lesbian Vampire Killers. You know, Wow. Did we win? With the with the Gavin and Stacey guys. When are we watching it? Well, I've got a copy on my iPhone as it happens. Oh, that's all right then. We'll start now. So so what, do, you, do you know why we got in trouble, though? No. It was on day six when this lesbian vampire killers went out. I put a headline up that said, Apple bribes users with free lesbians. Sorry, and what was wrong with that? <laughs> well, apparently, if you put free lesbian in anything, it just leaps to the top of the Google search engines. And I, we did get a couple of weird emails about why we were putting the word free and lesbian in our newsfeed. But anyway, it's all, it's all done now. Christmas is gone. So how do you like them apples? Right. Oh, talking about tweet, what about fish or flush? Yes, for anyone that missed it, uh, Carl decided to throw his phone down the loo just before Christmas, and uh, we opened up to uh, to our listeners to tell us whether, if you do drop a phone down the loo, do you fish it out or do you flush? What are you talking about? It wasn't deliberate. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've got an overwhelming uh, vote for fish here. So we had uh, Paisley Bud, Strider Paul and Michael Johnson all said fish. And we had a mail from uh, Jeremy in Alton, Hampshire, saying, unpleasant though it may be, I would recommend fish. 
My wife dropped a bunch of keys down the loo a while back and took the flush option, resulting in the keys being flushed away. Thankfully, we did manage to retrieve them from an inspection manhole about five yards down from the loo, which after much further flushing, I really wouldn't recommend anybody else go through that process. Do not assume that flushing will not take your phone or keys away with it. Thank you for that. Have we had any votes for flush yet? No, it's all fish. Any flushers out there, drop us a tweet. Let us know that you're a flusher. Otherwise, fish is going to win this one, I think. OK, moving on. Um, Freeview HD? In a minute. Let's do this email first, though. Who's, who's, uh, can you read this one out for us? Neil McLaren, yes. Uh, just wanted to point out that I make use of a iDrive for my online backups at work. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, this is following on from the backup article uh, we did in the last show. Uh, he recommends iDrive.com if you uh, you want to do online backups. He also said he makes use of a Buffalo Link Station NAS device at uh, work and at home. They're really good. Work on Linux, Macs and Windows. Wired and wireless connections. He maps his data drives to drive letters on his Windows network. Excellent. Thank you, Neil. And also we've got one from Roger Smith. Hi, and thanks for the tip on the BBC iPlayer on Freesat. He's just connected his router to his Foxat PVR, tuned into BBC HD, pushed the red button, entered our magic four-digit code, and it's all worked. He says the picture quality is about the same as a VHS uh, videotape recording, or slightly better. So good news. Thanks, Roger. Excellent. And another one here from Ron Miller. He says, hi, guys. Love the show. Surprised you didn't mention any of the free backup services for mobile phone data in your recent show. Yes, we didn't. That's true. We talked about backing up to a PC and backing up SIM cards, but not online storage. He says he uses the Ovi Store from uh, Nokia to back up. Uh, the service has been in place for quite some time, although they keep rebranding it. These days, it's now all under the Ovi umbrella. It'll even store your favourite locations and routes in Ovi Maps for you to synchronise with your phones later. All free and useful. Thanks for that. Excellent. We also had a message in a forum from Dan saying he enjoyed the show but thought the online backup solutions provided by broadband providers themselves would have been worth mentioning. For example, BT Broadband give you 5 gig of online backup for free. Uh, Ian Motocon also uh, came off the back of that saying that uh, he thinks Virgin does the same. So yes, check your broadband provider. You might find some free online storage there as well. About time for HD Freeview, isn't it? Uh, Read this email first. Uh, This one's from Brian Monkman. Just listened to show 47, and now instantly converted. Great show. Why hasn't the BBC got a programme like yours? Science and technology, sadly lacking at the Beeb these days. Off to PC World now to get the one-click hard drive. Yeah, those those drives that we recommend, just plug it in, it does your backup without having to fiddle about with it. Allegedly as easy as making some toast. Brian, if you've tried it, is it really that easy? Is it as good as just making a slice of toast? Uh, he also says backups. Here's one for you. I've got a Canon HD HDD camcorder. Gives stunning picture quality on my HD TV when I connect using HDMI. He wants to back it up, and what he's been doing is copying onto a PC and editing, but his videos are 20 gig, and his um, Coral software is struggling to be able to edit and compress and store and archive. As you can imagine, this is a very time-consuming process. Five hours to do a 20-minute DVD. Ouch! Uh, And after faffing around with copying the files, editing timelines and all that, and this is in standard definition mode, so it's even worse if he's in HD mode. Not so good. He says, is there a quicker way of simply connecting your camcorder via HDMI to an HD DVD recorder and making copies onto Blu-ray? I'm not even convinced that HD recorders accept HD from camcorders. They just use the three um, phono sockets. Time was you played your old Video 8 camcorder videos onto your VCR. And voila, copy tape made. Yeah, he's absolutely right. Now, there is an issue here, which is if you buy one of these HD Blu-ray 
recorders, they actually don't have an HDMI socket, so you can't actually record HD onto them. This is all for copyright reasons, so you don't want people plugging into your Sky TV box and nicking films and burning them to Blu-ray. So, yes, um, you've got the three little phono sockets. You've got your yellow for your video and your... Left and right audio. That's called a composite connector, and that is relatively low quality. If you want something of slightly better quality, you could either use an S-video connector, if your HD recorder's got one, or better still, component, if you can find an HD recorder with a component in. You're certainly going to struggle if you're looking for an HD recorder that has an HDMI socket. That's no good, is it? If anyone out there's got any suggestions for Brian, please get in touch and we'll stick it in the next show. Okie dokie. Moving on. Space 1999. We're getting there, aren't we? Do you remember Space 1999? Vaguely, yeah. It's a long time ago now. 1970s sci-fi film. The, the moon was in orbit of the Earth. And there was a massive explosion and the moon shot off into the universe and it was silly people running about with those little communicator things that had a little TV in them. Do you remember that? No. Funnily enough, somebody on our forum, thank you very much for using our forum, said in series two, there was an episode, episode number five, went out in 1976, We and they suggested we look it up on IMDB, the movie database, and we did. Guess what the episode was called? The Swap Watch. There you go, look at that. Brian the Brain. <laughs> awesome. Where is he? Where's Brian? What happened to him? Would you throw it? You haven't put him in the... You didn't, did you? So there you go. Space 1999, 1976, ahead of its time, Brian the Brain. I think that's what my affinity with him was. So that connection was pre-established back in my childhood. Yeah, there you go. Right, we need to change gear slightly here, because we're going to need our listeners' help on this one. Oh, yeah. Right, you know, you know ratings is king. Being in the, in the charts is, is, is important. Well, yes, it's always very helpful. Absolutely. So we, as a podcast, we rely on iTunes to get our shows out there and for people to to log on and find us and subscribe to us and get new shows. The majority of you out there are getting us through iTunes. And thank you very much for that, for clicking that subscribe button and listening to us on iTunes. But every now and then we look at our chart position and about two shows ago we were up in the top 10. Fantastic. How did I get there? And at the moment we're not even in the top 50. Really? How did that happen? I'm not entirely sure I quite understand how the ratings actually work, but it seems to be sort of number of subscribers and number of reviews and number of downloads and, and other things. But uh, we've actually dropped below the top 50, which is a little bit disappointing. Well, that's very disappointing. What have you guys been doing over Christmas? And what's even more odd is I, I don't get this. So I've got a screen print here. This is, this is the top, um, well, this is actually numbers 20 down to 50. And you look at some of these other podcasts. Now, I'm not having to go at other podcasters, but above us, number 39, Sound on Sound. Now, they do a magazine for, for audio engineers and the like, and they're 20 points ahead of us. They have only ever done 30 shows, and only one person has reviewed or rated their podcast. That's crazy. How many have we had? A lot more than that, that's for sure, but we're a lot further down the chart. Then we look at one here, number 29. Um, I haven't even heard this podcast. Uh, Max Maxwell's House. They've only done five shows and got no ratings at all. Is that a show about coffee? I don't know what it is. Max, how is that beating us in the ratings? I don't get it. Yeah, I think we should get our guys to shunt us back up, just to prove a point. We're switching to serious gear here, but I mean, we do do these shows for free. And the updates especially are something that we do as a bit of a sort of a, you know, it's not part of the main show. We do these as, as as a freebie to keep our listeners happy between shows. And let's be honest, this one's going on longer than a normal show anyway. 
I think this has actually been a pretty entertaining show. I've enjoyed recording this one. It's, a lot of stuff's gone into this. I've enjoyed my time with you too. But more, I've enjoyed it with them. So, do you think we should get our listeners to try and give us a bit of a nudge here? Try and get us into at least the top 20 of iTunes? Yeah, come on guys. Yeah, do us a favour. Let's have a laugh. Let's get these things right up the top of those rankings. I want to find out what motivates iTunes, because this seems a bit random to me. Maxwell's House, five shows, no ratings. Sound on Sound. Well, you know, we all like Sound on Sound. Good magazine. Uh, very useful. But they've done 30 shows, which is fantastic. But why has only one person reviewed them? That seems a little bizarre in itself. So what we want... Now, we know we've got a good bunch of listeners out there. There's a, there's a bunch of regulars that always help us out. And if we say, can you can you do us a favour, can you spread the word, they do. What about you out there? Yes, I'm talking to you. You with the headphones on, listening to us now. Do your bit and support us. Because we actually do need a little bit of support here so we don't fall off the charts completely. What we want you to do is, if you're a Twitter person tweet that you're listening to Frequency Cast or that you have listened to Frequency Cast. I'm putting the web address, frequencycast.co.uk, so that everyone that's following you on Twitter can see that you listen. Maybe we'll get a few more listens and subscribes that way. Similarly, Facebook. Would it kill you to log on to your Facebook and say, what am I doing now? I'm listening to Frequency Cast and the web address, just to get the address out there, to give it a real big push. In January and February, let's give it a push get as many of your friends that follow you on Twitter or on Facebook or on your blogs or anything else like that, get the word out and get people to subscribe through iTunes. Yeah, that'd be great. And especially you. Yeah, the one with your feet on the chair. Yeah, get your feet off the train. Go on, get them off. Yeah, I'm here behind you on your left. So there we go. So we do these updates for free, but we do need in your return for listening to our long ramblings, if you've enjoyed it, Twitter, Facebook, email your friends, stick up something, and let, let's just see a little bit of a push to get good old Frequency Cast in the top ten again on iTunes. Yes, please. Thank you. Well, that's it for this update. Our next full-length show is due out on the first of the next month. Uh, visit www.frequencycast.co.uk to get in touch and to sign up for news updates. Be ready for our next tantalising take on technology, due out on the 1st of February 2010. And please, guys, tell your mates about us and spread the word. Frequency Cast. Update. Complete.